Hi guys, thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Susie. And this is Tavia. Don't forget to check out our blog. I'll list out all the books we'll talk about in every episode. You can find us there at libraryoverload.home.blog. And you can also follow our Instagram where we post pictures of the books that we talk about. And uh, for the past week, we get all these authors to like and comment on our posts. And it's very exciting and we fangirl. So (laughs) you can find us on Instagram at libraryoverload. Welcome back, guys. Hello. We are thrilled to have I am you here exuberant with, us today. with enthusiasm to be chatting with you all today. It truly is just enlivening to be here with you today, Tavia. <laughs> I'm glad I could be so engaging for you. <laughs> we have lists. And what did I tell y'all that Tavia's mother would do? She called, she gave me like a list of, she didn't, like, I said hello, she didn't even say hello back, she just started in on her list, (laughs) she had like 20 of them written down. Thank you. Yes, thanks mom. I'll probably forget every single one of them, but thanks. Don't worry, I'm armed and ready with the list. (laughs) Exuberant was one of my favorites, I think. I'm in, I'm uh, enthused. To use exhilarated as many times as I can today. Nice. Let's do it. Oh, and enraptured. I like that. I also like the word agog. It was a fun one. (gasps) Very nice. I think it needs some context, but it it is a Mm -hmm. a neat word. Mm -hmm. It is a neat word. You don't see it used very often. So I have another romance to talk about. I'm slowly but surely filtering in some of the non-romances that I have read. I've got one to talk about today, but I will start out with another romance. This one is called You Deserve Each Other by Sarah Hogel. And guys, this one had me, I was reading super late at night in bed, and it had me like laughing so hard but trying to be quiet because Chris is asleep and I'm like shaking (laughs) the bed. I was laughing so hard hard at this that's funny so this one we follow Naomi and Nicholas they are about three months out from the fanciest of weddings they never fight they're the perfect couple Nicholas always opens the door for her she always has dinner on the table when he gets home from work just what everyone wants in a relationship and they can't stand each other (laughs) so Naomi is so sick of the perfection she's sick of feeling like she's constantly got to be on her toes her in-laws are gonna are terrible they make her feel bad for not being as rich as they are and not being as well brought up as Nicholas was but she can't just call off the wedding because then she would have to pay back all the deposits for the wedding and she can't afford that come to find out Nicholas is sick of her too and so once it comes out that they're both wanting out of this it becomes an all-out war it's like makes the other one give in yes to see who will break first and to see who will eventually call off the wedding seems very toxic but go on 
But in doing this, I know this would never actually happen in real life. It was just one of those that you have to kind of disconnect yourself from reality and just lol. So you, so once we get into this though, they're finally being themselves and they start to, instead of hate each other more, they actually start to enjoy stuff at one point. And this is where I was like about to fall on the floor laughing. And I even sent you and Caitlin a screenshot. At one point, Nicholas has stapled her underwear to the wall. Like, and I'm just dying laughing. Because, one, that's a spectacular prank. (laughs) Um, But, two, like, who even thinks of doing that? Like, you hear of bras in the freezer. But never have I heard of underwear being stapled to a wall. Yeah, that's a new thing. Cracked me up. I give it five stars just because it was such a fun read. I'm pretty sure I got it on Kindle Unlimited, so it was mm-hmm. like it was just a blast to read. I've been read. tearing up Kindle Unlimited lately. I know. I signed up for it like a month ago just because the Red Lipstick Coalition mm-hmm. was on it. And I have just, I've been like going through it. And I have like a three-month trial, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm going to cancel it because I've just been... Yeah, having some. Time. I mean, I pay for it every month, but let's see. This month alone, I've read twelve books that Killer. were free from from Kindle Unlimited. So, I mean, that pays for itself. Worth it. Yeah. I'm yeah. catching up to you. I'm at like thirty six, thirty seven right now. Ooh, I think I'm at fifty nine. If me you could just stop and let me catch up, that no. would that would be good. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I am going to finish another book today. Yeah, I'm at 59 today. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll be finish another book tomorrow. today as well. I've been tearing through some really good series lately. I am about to finish another series that I'm thoroughly enjoying. So, yeah, it's been a good time for me. Nice. Well, is that all you had to say about that? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well... I would like to acknowledge that my name is Tavia and I have a problem. Okay. I have a severe problem. It is called an addiction to reverse harem novels. <laughs> Serious addiction, guys. I cannot stop. Okay. I'm just tickled to hear all about it. <laughs> well, I am. I'm thrilled to be sharing this with you. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. The first one I'm going to talk about is called Groupie, and this is by C.M. Stunich. I think is how okay. you pronounce it. S-T-U-N-I-C-H. And I got this one because I read Lilac, and I really enjoyed it. And so that was the rock star reverse harem that I read a couple of months ago, I think. Or maybe a month ago. I don't remember. Time has no meaning. <laughs> Um, but this is another reverse harem, but it's a little bit of a different take. So it is about Lilith, and she is legitimately having the absolute worst day of her life. So um, this book also made me ball like a baby. I just want to tell you. And it's a it's a three-book series. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's called the Rock Hard Beautiful Series. <laughs> so it's groupie and then the third one's called moxie and i forget what the second one is called but they're cute little names like that but okay so lilith is in arizona 
and she has packed up, she sold her apartment and packed up her car and everything in it and is going to drive across the country to take care of her dad who is, has cancer. Well, she has an evil stepmom who texts her right as she's getting to leave that her dad has died. She texts her. She texts her that her dad has died. She said, don't come to New York. We don't need you. Your dad's dead. Texts her. She sounds great. She's fantastic. So, um, Lilith has $5 because she was supposed to, her dad was going to give her money once she got there. And they were going to kind of work that sort of thing out. But now her stepmom is in charge. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, I'm not giving you any money. Don't come. We're not having a funeral. Nothing's happening. Just stay in Arizona. Like, nothing. And her mom had already passed. So this was her last living parent. Um, So she has very Cinderella like, yeah, she has literally nothing, nowhere to go because she got rid of her apartment. She happens to find, oh, she broke up with her boyfriend because she found him cheating on her Mm. um, about five weeks earlier. And so she's packing up. She need to go do all this stuff. Okay. So she finds in the backseat of her car crumpled up concert tickets that the boyfriend had bought her that she forgot about. And he said, well, you could just keep them or whatever. She gets the idea in her head. Well, I'll go to that concert. It happens to be that night and I'll sell the tickets. So she goes, she sells the tickets and it just turns out that the concert the band is like a rock band. And they were doing a promotion where if you find the lead singer, you get to go backstage and meet him. Well, it turns out he ends up hiding in the parking lot. So on her way back to her car, she has this chance encounter with him and gets to go backstage and meet all the guys on this awful day of her life. And she's like pretty much bawling the whole time. But she's like, I don't have anywhere else to go. I don't have anything else to do. Um, And there's food back there. She has no money. It starts raining. And she's like, well, I guess I'm going back here. (laughs) Turns out she kind of strikes up a bit of a camaraderie with all of the guys. And they invite her to go on tour with them, obviously. Sure. Um, And so. As one does. As one does. Um, So they all, all the guys have seriously tragic broken past. So they're kind of all these really broken people. And most of the books, and I think it says this on one of the covers, but it's about the power of love and the power of intimacy to be able to heal your trauma. It's about loving through trauma, loving past trauma, and allowing that to help you heal. And it happens to be with five guys and one girl. It was, it was actually really good. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Because I thought nothing could be as good as Lilac. But it, it was really, really good. Okay. And the series ended in a way that I really appreciated. Like, it just wasn't... She didn't just go and, like, move in with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of stuff happening. There was a lot of, like, you know, self-actualizing. Like, hey, I've never really been on my own. Let me try that. Um, for a while, and it was pretty pretty good. I liked it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, was, I'm glad good. that you enjoyed it. Yeah, there were lots of tears. Lots of tears. Aww. But they were good. It was a really, it was really a good, good series. Good. So, my next book is also, like, very old school me. <laughs> so, I have 
Mortuary Confidential. Of course you do. Undertakers Spill the Dirt. How funny. Um, And this is by Todd Hara and Ken McKenzie. So this was like a series of essays. Um, So it was written by um, Todd and Ken. And then they had like guest um, essays as well in there. Um, there were, and they're just talking about, um, life, death, funny moments that happen during death, during funerals, Mm -hmm. terrible situations, Mm -hmm. like, like the amount of fights that break out in funerals are ridiculous, like fist fights. And then, um, there was one story where like they're walking, the pallbearers are walking the casket down the aisle at this very high profile funeral. And the bottom falls out of the casket along with the person. So that was terrible. Um, There were some really heartbreaking stories like caring for your friends once they pass. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like some really funny ones with kind of how duct tape can be super helpful with an open casket viewing. There's nothing duct tape can't help with. It's true. Um, But that was actually really funny. But yeah, it was good. It was um, it was a nice way for me to get back into my normal death and dismemberment and all that fun stuff that I like to read. Weirdo, I know. Um, but yeah, it was cute. I uh, I don't know what I was expecting. I didn't know that it was going to be a series of essays. I thought it was going to be just them two kind of talking about how they got into it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was good. I gave it three stars. It wasn't my favorite book that I've read by someone that worked in the funeral business or the death business. But it was good. It was a nice little toe back into mm-hmm. that water for me. Interesting. I um, knew a guy that I went to high school with that is an undertaker now. Um, Interesting. I don't think they call them that, though. They don't. Um, but he, um, he runs the funeral. A funeral He's a funeral direct- director. A funeral director. Yes, but he also can do the, you know, embalming and, and all of that stuff as well. And I always find that interesting. When my grandmother was dying, um, she had friends that were in her church that ran their own funeral home. And so she had, you know, mm-hmm. kind of already worked it out that she wanted them to care for her and do her funeral. And their daughter, who is a few year, years younger than me, was actually in school at the time to also be a part of the family business and um hilarious me my brother uh got a date out of my grandma's funeral of course he did yeah he sure damn did your brother is special he's that's a good word for it (laughs) but yeah um I thought it was really morbid that like this woman that just put makeup on our grandmother um he was asking out on a date and mm-hmm. I was just like, Seth, that's really weird, man. And he was like, yeah, yep. I mean, she's very pretty. Like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of Brooklyn nine, nine? I think it was. Brooklyn yes. Nine, where yes. The- it was the, uh, um, the Emmy. The yeah. Medical, and she's the medical like, like perfectly still almost as if you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's what just went into my head right now. Yeah. That's probably how it was for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Ridiculous. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> no. Nah, uh, family. All right. Well, 
because I do have a problem. I'm going to continue on with reverse harem. But <laughs> this one, we move into a fantasy world, which was fun. I haven't been in fantasy for a while. And this started off the ball of I'm on my third paranormal fantasy series right now. Yay! And this was the catalyst for it all. And this one is called The Power of Five, and it is by Alex Liddell. And it is the Power of Five series. And it is about four elite fey warriors and one mortal female. So in this okay. in this fantasy world, there is the human world and there's the fey world. And there's a forest that separates them. Well, Lyra is the... Um, the one girl, and she is actually sold into slavery, and she has a really terrible master. And he is delusional and builds his house right at the edge of the woods. One day, these four fey guys come out of the woods and kind of kidnap her, and they're like, yep, yeah, you're you're coming with us. And she's like, okay, because I don't want to stay here. Um, so That's she fun. goes with them. It turns out in this world that there are things called Quince, which is a group of five elite warriors that guard the Fey world and help protect the Fey world uh, from the dangers that are in it. And ten years ago, they lost their fifth member. These four guys, they lost. He he passed away uh, due to an accident. Well, they've been waiting on the magic to choose a new member for them, and it has led them to Lyra. Imagine their frustration when they get there and she's a human woman. <laughs> so she's... Gosh darn them human women. Right? So the magic, the fey magic that's just this thing, uh, chose a human woman to be the fifth member of this elite fey warrior group. And they're like, this cannot possibly be right. So um, they take her back. It made back. me think of King George and just, awesome. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much that's, lead, uh, River is the leader of the Quint, and he's like, no, I do not accept this. <laughs> this is not going to work for me. So they decide to take her back to the Citadel and have the elders sever the bond because they're like, the, the magic obviously made a mistake. Well, stuff goes down. Turns out the magic didn't make a mistake. <laughs> and they all fall in love with her, obviously, because but, uh, it's a reverse harem novel. Of course. Yeah, but it turns out there's so much more cool stuff going on. Um, can't really talk about, but it's it's four books, and then I I literally don't understand this next part. Okay, the fifth book is the exact same characters, but a new storyline somehow. It's a new series. It's not the Power of Five series. It's called the Academy Falls series or something like that. But it's the exact same characters. But I only read the first four books because it finished up that storyline. Okay. But I didn't know that until I got ready to read the fifth book. And I was like, this is different. At, at that point, somehow, it's reversed... Well, no, it's not reverse. They're all fey warriors, or they're all fey, and they end up at this academy for fey. Uh -huh. And something happens, and the guys get trapped as humans, and Lyra has to save them. Goodness. 
but it 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 baffles the mind that in the midst of this series you keep the same characters and then just change directions very confused by it hmm. i've never seen anything like that happen before like if you start a new series you have new people I can't speak to the fact if it's any sort of continuation or not because I haven't read it because I stopped. The only thing I can think of is if, like, the the author was just kind of like, okay, this story is done. So now we start a new story and so it's a new series. I don't know. But, yeah, that is. I mean, it does, it's a new series because it's not the Power of Five series anymore. Right. But it's the exact same five characters. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was just, yeah, the author was just trying to be like, okay, that that part is done. New part. <laughs> I don't know. But at that point, I would think you would pick new characters. Like, I, I don't know. It just seems completely baffling to me. And is that a, a, another um, free book, Kindle Unlimited? I think it is, yeah. Okay. But I was so that annoyed and irritated. It's just a newbie author, and so they just, maybe they don't know. Maybe, yeah. Well, I was, like, frustrated because I thought, because there's three more books after that. And I thought, well, oh, great. I have three more books left in this series. It's a seven-book series. No, it's not. <laughs> um, and so I was like, uh, don't don't know what's happening here. So I bailed ship mm. after the, the first tour finished up that specific series. Gotcha. Maybe I'll go back because it's still a reverse harem and it still says it's an adult reverse harem, even though they're in a school, which hmm. young adult reverse harem is something that also boggles the mind. That's a topic for another day. I didn't even know that was a thing. It is. Oh. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't quite my, wrap my mind around it. But if any of you guys read about it and you know about it, please go on Instagram and talk to us about it because I would love to hear your opinions on it. Uh, I just don't mm-hmm. think it's for me. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Convince me. <laughs> but The Power of Five was a brilliant series. I really loved it. I loved all the fey, all the magic, all the cool stuff that went down. It that all of, sounds right up my alley. Yeah. It, it was just super fun. Lots of magic. You know, bad guys to plot and overthrow and things like that. And then also the romance of these guys and her forming these connections with them. And it was really wonderful. I was just completely baffled at the fifth book and mm-hmm. at a loss for words on, on how to proceed from there. That sucks. It is Kindle Unlimited. I just found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds cool. I might borrow that one. The original series is spectacular. I can't speak to the fifth book and the new because I haven't mm-hmm. read it because I'm just so thrown off by it. Like I just yeah, I really don't understand. Gotcha. And I'm well, smart. I'm... <laughs> so if I don't understand, it's weird. <laughs> I really appreciate that you needed everyone to know. I am smart. I feel like Doctor Who. I'm down here being clever and there's no one around to see it. So what's the point? <laughs> that was the Oh, one. man. Oh, oh, 11. He was my favorite. Okay. Go back and forth I, between 10 and 11. True. I love them both, but I think 11 was my favorite. But 10 is wonderful. 
Okay. My last book that I'll talk about today is one that I think that you would really, really love. Mm-hmm. So this one is called One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. This one has been all over mm-hmm. everything. Bookstagram, it's been all over Goodreads. Like it's it's the one to read right now. So this follows B. Schumacher. She is this gorgeous fashion blogger that just happens to be plus size. And um, she, just like most women, um, will live tweet the bachelor or bachelorette every Wednesday night with her, be- uh, with her best friend. Well, one night she has a couple glasses too many of wine and just eviscerates the bachelor bachelorette. She goes off on how they just absolutely refuse to show an actual normal looking human being on the show mm-hmm. just goes off. And of course it goes viral because she's a big deal by herself anyways, mm-hmm. um, goes viral. Well, she's like, okay, well, I'm glad people listen. That's pretty cool. Goes on about her life. Well, a couple weeks later, she gets a very interesting phone call. And it is the producer of the the Bachelorette reaching out to see if she would be interested in being the next Bachelorette. Interesting. So she kind of has this really big decision to make because she's coming off a a deeply um, upsetting experience with someone that she's had feelings with for a very long time. She's kind of sworn off dating. She's just no part in it whatsoever. Um, And, of course, she's just crucified the show and like how could I possibly go on the show after I just said all the things I said about it but at the same time this is a really good opportunity for girls like me to see someone on tv that look like them and it's just so many pros and cons all of this well she ends up going forward with it and it is a wild ride yeah the like so it really shows like the inner workings of shows like that. I used to many, many years ago. I used to watch The Bachelor Bachelorette. Um, but it always seemed Never once so staged. It. Well, you didn't miss anything. It seemed so staged and so fake and everyone has an agenda. And like especially at this point, people are just on it to kind of get their names out there so that they can get more followers and get a job out of it. And it's just so obnoxious. Well, this is no different. And so you kind of see how, like, from the, like, backstage, what it seems like and how it is and how they put her in these ridiculous um, situations. And they try to get her to wear a swimsuit. Like, on the first episode, this poor plus-size girl is like, um, no. Um, And it's just ridiculous. Um, And they kind of keep kind of pushing her into these situations. And they're like, well... B, you wear a bikini on your Instagram page. And she's like, yeah, because I want to. I'm not wearing a bikini just because you guys want me to. Like, and it Mm. kind of shows how stuff like that works. And it was just, oh my God, it was so good. You would absolutely love her character. I have been wanting to read that for a long time. It's actually been an option in book of the month that I haven't chose yet. I need to go back and get it. It, I think you would really, really like it. I don't think that was a grammatically correct sentence. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I think you would really love it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I gave her five stars. I loved, I loved it. I loved how she was a three-dimensional character. Mm-hmm. Like she was fully 
form. Like she was just everything she had. She went through kind of the whole gamut of emotions throughout this book. And she ends up better than where she started out. But is it because of the show or is it just because she's now a better person? Oh, my God. It was so good. It was so yeah. good. I love it. I think it. the library has it to borrow, right? That's where you borrowed it from? Yeah, I got it as an ebook. Yeah. I did have to wait a couple of weeks for it. But yes, probably. Because so it's, so, it's so everywhere right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But yes, I loved it. You would absolutely love it, too. I'll have to get get on that. I also want to read Spoiler, and it's another book about plus size. Um, I don't I'm not 100% sure the premise of it, but I've seen it. And I've also seen that it's not just like a size 14, 16 plus size. It's like a woman who's over 220 pounds plus size. And um, it. I've heard that it really portrays women plus size women and stuff like that in a very positive body positive fashion uh and it's a romance as well but i don't i don't really know anything else about it other than that is it spoiler alert no i think it's just spoiler okay i'm trying to look it up something i haven't saved on my scribed it is called spoiler alert yep okay spoiler alert by olivia dade yes i have seen that everywhere too Yeah, she actually goes out on a date with her celebrity crush. Gotcha. And apparently it's not, she's like a, like a size 22 plus size. Because I know a lot of times in, in books and stuff, they tend to do the lower end of the plus size scale. So this, I thought, was an interesting um, concept to do mm-hmm. a little bit differently. I like it. Good books coming out, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm reading, um, I just got the third book of a series that I'm reading that just became available, and I immediately borrowed it from the library um, that is brand new. Super excited about jumping mm-hmm. into that. There's so many good books dropping yes. every Tuesday. Actor Age, so many Eve books. Brown, just came out on the 9th, mm-hmm. and that finishes the Brown and I've already got. Trilogy. I'm already on a holds list for it. Nice, nice. And that's by Talia Hibbert. Um, and that's a super fun British series that I've read the first two for. Yeah, good stuff, guys. Yeah. Let us know what you guys have been reading on Instagram. We love to hear. Yeah, that's all we got for this week. Yeah, we went through those pretty quick, but that was a lot of books we covered. We did, uh, and I've got so many good books to talk about. I promise next week I'll give you guys an amazing fantasy series to read. Mm-hmm. So excited to tell you guys about it. I really, I really just had to let it simmer. Because yeah. I could not decide what I thought about the ending. And um, I have finally made my mis- my decision so I can talk about it. But okay. I promise. I will be waiting on year. the pins next and the week. needles. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, I said next year. And I was like, no, no. That's a long time away. <laughs> that is a long time away. You know what next week is, though, right? Next week is 100. Next week is our 100th episode. That's insane. I know. 100 episodes. That's like, I can't even. So many episodes. I know. It feels like just yesterday that you and I were screaming at a computer trying to figure out how to edit. (laughs) Yes. There might have been some screaming at each other too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's terrible. We figured it out though. Yes, we did. And then you promptly bailed ship and let me be the tech guy. (laughs) 
um, because you have far more experience than I do. <laughs> One time Tavia had to run out of town or something. And so I had to run over to their house and edit the podcast. And I swear to God, it took me four hours. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it again. On average, however long the episode is, it takes double that amount of time to edit it for me. Hmm. Yeah, so. it took me at least triple. Yeah. It, it if you're not used to it, it's definitely complicated. I've got it down pretty good these days. So I do that and I just let you run the blog. Um, yes. So that's fine. Speaking of blogs, we were featured on Walnut Street Publishing's blog this week. So you guys should definitely go check yes. that out. They are yes, local they, here in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. They are a local publishing house that are kind of getting their feet on the ground. And they are just featuring different artists of all types on their blog every week. And they featured us last week. Um, and I checked out their blog. It's so cute. Um, they did a really good job. Um, but yeah, I thought Susie really and I awesome. found out that we don't take many pictures together because besides at her no. wedding, the last one of us was like four years ago. <laughs> I know. Ago. I was looking through all of my pictures. Like seriously, nothing, <laughs> none. What? What is wrong with us? Nothing. Apparently, we live we in only... the moment when we're together. We do we enjoy them. We both actually make we an do. effort to put our phones away and try not to do. to do them. So that is yes, that we do hilariously we have pictures of us together at my wedding not at yours and then we have we took one selfie at each of the concerts that we have been together at. my wedding the timeline got messed up on the photographs because of some unruly groomsmen and so we I didn't was a groomsman <laughs> yeah Susie was a groomsman by the way she she's my husband's best friend uh, yes. that's how we, and that's we how met. Tavia met Tavia yes. and I met so we didn't have enough pictures like the it was cut so short guests were arriving when we were still trying to do pictures so we had to like rush back and say daniel and my stepdaughter and i do not have a picture of the three of us together at our wedding that's how crazy and rushed it got so yeah but it was still a spectacular spectacular day of course oh weddings i miss mine no more (laughs) It was so happy. It was. Susie's wedding was beautiful, and she did brunch, brunch food. That was nice. Yes, we had breakfast for dinner, and we had a mimosa bar. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. I danced my little booty off. I did not, because I have no rhythm uh, anywhere. Yeah, it was great. Regardless, books. Yay for books. Tell us what you guys have been Tell us what you guys have been reading on Instagram. We would be thrilled to hear about it. In fact, someone told us about a book. Um, and Tavia actually just checked it out from the library yes, the other day. Our, our, our Instagram friend Kara mentioned, I think it's From Blood and Ash. I think you're right. Um, and um, I just, it just became available. So I'm going to read that this week. Yes. It, Much I think excited. we've mentioned before. Yeah, we share a library account. And so it popped up saying it was available, and I was like, I do not recall this. <laughs> this is not a finished series. Why would I check this out? I was so confused. I was like, oh, wait. Yes. Maybe it's Tavia. Kara oh, yes. usually has fantastic recommendations. So everything yeah. that she's talked about previously, I have thoroughly enjoyed. So as soon as she mentioned it, I got on the waiting list for it. And so It sounds amazing. It sounds awesome, but it's not I heard series. there is some smuttiness in it as well. That's what I hear, too. Y'all know we're here for some fantasy and some smut. 
sign us up. Yep. But yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I hope you continue to enjoy awesome books. I hope we gave you guys something to add to your TBRs. And have a lovely rest of your week. And we will see you guys next week for 100. All right, guys. If you could, if you could see us, we're dancing. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not dancing because I, I don't dance. But Susie is dancing. <laughs> All right. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.